1: how we doing matt welcome to the show
0: happy to be here i like that the little rockets the fame see i thought that was pretty cool how are you doing today
1: hey doing great it's great to have you back i know that you've joined me once on money mitch but i definitely wanted to bring you back and we'll definitely come to you and you know one thing i definitely do think that you stay up on is the retail trends and i think that's mm-hmm. so important because a lot of us traders at least the Benzinga audience is those retail traders so we want to continue up with those trends so I'm glad to have you on today Matt
0: happy to be here and yeah I mean Obviously, as you well know, Mitch, uh, it, it ebbs and flows of like, you have periods of expansion, consolidation, and right now, just obviously it's fun to see Aim, and GME doing well. I believe they're actually two of the few green ones on the day. But even in <laughs> terms of the overall market, I mean, CPI report comes out. There's just a lot of volatility. So as a retail trader and an investor, these are fun opportunities. I feel like a lot of the time there's like doom and gloom of like, nope, it's going down. Like you got to stay away when in reality, you're a bit more active you need these big moves to make the big money so I think it's more exciting to be retail than even when it's the, like the whole melt up thing that whole period, it's like yeah it was easy but it was like small stuff and now uh, I don't know I'm
1: having a fun time hey you know one thing I can tell is you don't shy away from competition and a competitive environment and we're all here for it I mean yeah it's always great when everybody's winning but really trading's about how you can get through those down waves right because the up waves I mean everybody's riding the wave but yeah. if you can hang out and survive during those down waves, is what really keeps us going. Let's 100%. talk a little bit of overall market here first. I want to take a look. How's your overall outlook on let's say like the spy? Do you see us bottoming? And what would you take to really kind of call a bottom out there in the overall market?
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah. So in the short term, my prediction is just crazy volatility. Uh this the smaller your time frame, the more randomness is gonna be involved, especially if you're watching this live I mean Wednesday morning 8 30 a.m an hour before the market opens we get the CPI report so basically this inflationary gauge that the Fed will definitely be using at the end of the month for the next FOMC meeting it's just going to be crazy volatility and they're expecting a number that is sky high right now the expectation the line in the sand is 8.8 percent which is ungodly high that is hot hot inflation if we come in crazier Hotter, the market, the volatility—it's already going to be crazy. But it's tomorrow. Just be ready. The pre-market—it's going to go bonkers. That's my prediction for the short term. I think in a little bit more, the medium term, a couple weeks, couple months out, I do think we're going to go lower. And I'm kind of watching some of these key levels around 850, 855, 860. That's where I'll personally be adding to my long-term portfolio. Every little bit we drop, I'll add a little bit more. But once again, that's long-term stuff. So even if it falls a bit more, that's all right, because I'm planning on being those particular equities for many decades to come. But my reasoning for that of why we're going lower, is just inflation's very bad. Most likely at the end of July, when we get the preliminary numbers for Q2, it'll probably be officially in a recession. And right now, just what's going on with Europe, Russia, Ukraine, there's just so many unknowns and really a lot of those unknowns, when they become known, probably even more bearish than we'd expect. But once again, I just think this is an opportunity. If you're an active trader, great, the volatility is there. Hopefully you can catch all these trends. And if you're long-term, I think it's just a game of patience and wait for it to bottom out. And to answer the last part of your question, I'm like what would be the bottoming signal opposed to just the price action, obviously starting to bounce? I think it'd be one of two things probably a series of inflation reports that are finally coming down, showing that the Fed has done when it needs to. And on the other side of that, it's just with the Fed maybe stopping the raising of interest rates or maybe even bringing them down. But that type of interest rate stuff, I don't think we'll really see till 2023. So I think the first real signal is actually inflation, hopefully one of these days sooner rather than later dropping below 8%.
1: I know I won't be mad at the pumps, but uh, do you feel inflation numbers will come in hot? I mean, everyone has their eye on the CPI data mm-hmm. coming tomorrow. The expectation is 8.8. 8. Do you see it coming in hot? Do you see it coming in lower than expected? Yeah, I mean,
0: that number, is so, like last time it was 8.5 and everyone got surprised because it came in at 8.6. And now they're drawing the line at 8.8. 8 it's so high so like my gut is saying no like how could we possibly be above that but then recently the white house put out a statement of expect very high cpi and i'm like well i know they do that every single time we get the cpi report at least seemingly recently that's what they've been doing i don't know like if it comes in at eight nine or nine like this is just gonna be so so wild it's obviously possible. And if I'm reading it, and maybe it's a little pessimistic, like, I mean, things are expensive. I know energy is coming down and commodities are finally coming down, but that's a little bit, I don't know if the economy has felt it yet because that's a little bit too far upstream. I think we come in in line at 8 8. I'm going to throw that out there. That's my guess for anyone watching. My guess, the MacCore's guess is 8 8. And I think the reaction to that will be a bearish reaction. That's what I'm going to put out there. We'll see if we'll we'll find out tomorrow if I'm right or wrong.
1: Hey, I like the added extra there about maybe getting a bearish reaction off of an inline number. We'll see what happens there. Now, what stocks do you feel retail traders interest is really leaning into right now? Is there anyone that you see that's just getting more of the attention?
0: yeah so in general there's always like just the biggest gainers and losers i feel like people just have up the screeners for that uh but day over day where we see that continued thing is really where i kind of got my birth into even how this conversation started way back when and what i do is really through amc and gme which i just think is awesome right now the market there's a lot of questions about it and then yet amc is up 6.4 percent, is up 6.8 percent right now they have elevated short interest both are right in the realm of 20 percent. so Day over day, whether it's Reddit, Twitter, YouTube, just social media, there is still clearly that massive community behind the two. Uh, so it's always interesting to see how that will or won't play out. Recently, with GME, we had the launch of their NFT marketplace. NFTs, because of crypto, have been taking a little bit of a hit lately. But when we get the rebound in equities, I expect a rebound in crypto. And what I really like about GameStop's NFT marketplace is I just think NFTs will be a natural fit for gaming. So I'm excited about that. And then on the flip side of that we have amc i don't know if you've been to the theaters lately but top gun crushed it thor has been crushing it uh in terms of the box office i think we're at 4.2 billion on the year and for all of 2021 we were just under 4.5 so our pace is going really well and then also adam aaron he recently tweeted out the ceo of amc of this past weekend it's just a huge success relative to 2021 and even 2019 pre-pandemic so i know a lot of people who do classic fundamental breakdowns. Don't wanna hear that much about it, but I'm here to kind of argue. I think value, before this, before the rise of retail, it was so much of value equals fundamental value. I think the equation's a little bit more complex where it's, yes, fundamental value, that's important. I'm not saying it isn't, but I think there's an aspect of community value. And I was recently having a conversation where, Ownership of either of these two, it can almost be thought of as like a collectible. You're part of this thing. So it has a little bit more than just like equity ownership in the company. And I know classic fundamental breakdowns, those types of people are not going to like this at all. But in reality, it's the price action and it's the exact price of the equities that that's the end result. So if you think it's fundamentally overvalued, well, that's where it's trading. So I don't know what else to say.
1: So what I would say about that, and I just to kind of do a quick answer on that, is I always say that there's three variables that affect stocks often. It's technicals, fundamentals, but there's also one more. There's the story, right? And the story can really take hold of stocks. That's what we saw. in I think 2020 is the story become the forefront. So then what happens in story? mode is we're always looking at that forward growth outlook right because Mm. that's what drives the story right the growth outlook let's talk a little bit about what we've been seeing definitely the box office are coming back right now so summer box office season has really turned some impressive numbers we're starting to see people come back to theaters was the call for the death of the movie theaters exaggerated here i'll go to you matt
0: i mean i would the right the numbers you're referring to it's already at 4.2 billion on the year we're clearly outpacing 2021 we're clearly outpacing 2020 and i say give it a year and we'll actually start beating the 2019 numbers purely those fundamentals of our people going to the box office it's getting bigger and bigger so the death of movie theaters it's simply not true like it really isn't the numbers are showing in uh i mean i guess people can have like opinions of it but if the opinion is that it will die like the numbers are the exact opposite so I would wholeheartedly say clearly, there is no death of the movie theater experience.
1: Now, one thing that we've recently seen is AMC's CEO has taken on the short sellers on Twitter with hashtag choke on that. Also a tweet went pounds. Do you agree that the CEO being active and taking on some of the short sellers on social media, is that a good thing for the company?
0: I would say it's actually kind of twofold. So. I would really lean towards yes because even alluded to what you were just saying of the part of the story so if the ceo is leaning into that it's just really bolstering the value of the story and it gets the entire investor base like fired up and people are excited and they feel like he's fighting for some of the cause but on the flip side of it and i'm obviously no lawyer sec expert but also before when he's tweeted things and try to talk about it when in the Highcroft deal was going down, he was going to go on CNBC and then he's like, oh, I can't because my lawyers have advised me against it. So it seems like he has a team around him that gets him to stop when he should appropriately be stopping. But just from an onlooker of which I am like, it is exciting. And I think you see that in many CEOs, like people get excited about Elon talking with Tesla, Warren Buffett with Berkshire Hathaway. So I think it's kind of a classic play out of the playbook of more of these Not really celebrity but more of outspoken ceos if you will
1: yeah definitely has been on my radar lately that i've been seeing more and more turning away from hearing mentions of in theater and at home right it's Mm -hmm. just more going more and more into the theater back towards that strategy uh for the movie production studios i think that's something definitely to keep on watch last question i have is a little fun one for you what has been some of your favorite movies in 2022 or maybe something you're looking forward to watching uh
0: my favorite one this year was top gun definitely i don't know i re-watched <laughs> the first top gun and i really enjoyed the second one i just saw thor thunder and love um love and thunder whatever it is I thought that was good i think everyone should see it but in terms of the marvel universe i thought it was a little bit more in the center like it wasn't a bad one wasn't a good one i thought ragnarok in terms of the thor series was like a little bit better i really enjoyed it but i'm gonna have to go with top gun for at least thus far in 2022.
1: well thank you for joining me like always matt i appreciate you coming on and covering not only amc and gme but also talking about the overall market what do you see in the retail community we'll definitely come back to you appreciate you coming on